Hi, my name is Dr. Patricia Morogami. Welcome to your next best self. I know you might be wondering, who's this Dr. Patricia Morogami? Well, I'm a leadership catalyst, a leadership coach, an educator on matters to do with life, leadership, love, and legacy. And I hope that as you start to listen in and practice some of the leadership insights we'll be sharing here, you'll begin to see your next best self. Welcome back to your next best self podcast with me, Dr. Patricia Morogami, in conversation with Barbara Omwai. As I promised you, we would continue having this riveting, profound, and authentic conversations around breaking through the crisis. And who better to start us off in this first series than women in business? Women who are at the frontier of starting businesses, reinventing businesses, disrupting their business models, and finding ways to serve people in a new way during and beyond the crisis. So today, it's my humbling privilege and joy to introduce Barbara Omwai. Barbara is the founder and chief executive of Spark Communication Limited. Prior to that, she has had an illustrious career in the marketing space, where she previously was the general manager of interactive marketing communication and has held many other pivotal roles within that organization. When I was looking at her resume, I was wondering what to pick out and what to leave out. A couple of things stood out for me. That during her time at Interactive Marketing Communication, IMC, she led the business, doubling the revenues over a 10-year period by first and foremost growing the Kenyan business from two people to 300 people. In addition to that, she was also part of the leadership that led the expansion into the East African region, growing businesses and offices in Uganda and Rwanda. She has done this in addition to very many other creative, experiential communication strategies executed seamlessly to ensure that her clients actually get the return on investment on communicating to the sole audience that they are seeking to communicate with. Welcome, Barbara Omwai. Wow, what an introduction. Thank you very much for having me, Dr. Patricia. You're most welcome. I want to start by asking you, in your own words, to tell us a little bit about who's Barbara. Barbara is, uh, first of all, um, a child of God. I'm a believer of God and of Jesus Christ. I'm a wife, a mother to three beautiful daughters, and uh, an entrepreneur running a fast-growing marketing firm. You know, I find what you've said by starting your identity with you being a daughter of God, a point at which we both agree on. That stripped of all the titles and all the roles we have, who are we when we strip ourselves of all those? And I deeply believe, just like you do, that first and foremost, we are children of God. So thank you for that apt introduction. And so Barbara was fascinated by the fact that you chose to leave employment and start and found your own organization, Spark Communication Limited, in the heart of the storm and the crisis. Tell me a little bit about what motivated you to do so and what motivated you to start off Spark Communication Limited. Um, well, what I'd say is uh, I'd started Spark Communications um, earlier. 
but uh, took this decision to, to fully move into business at this time because of the desire to do more. Um, I'm very passionate about uh, marketing. And uh, I, along my career path of more than 13 years, I've identified so many needs of clients and so many gaps in the market that needs to be addressed. And I felt it's about time, especially now that clients are grappling with what do we do? How do we put our brands, brands out there in this current situation? What does new normal mean to us? So I, I looked within, I also discussed with people who are important to me, my mentors, my husband, you know, my, my, my tribe of, of advisors. And uh, we, we all felt that it's the right time to plug in fully into business and be able to help my clients still grow their brands in this season. I really like the fact that you spend time reflecting and thinking and that your intention is to solve a problem. And many times entrepreneurs start businesses to make money, but many times that money doesn't come our way when we have the wrong intention. So I find the fact that you are so clear about the purpose of solving the new problems. And I dare say that many times organizations and companies during this time are cutting down on marketing and on leadership development um, uh, solutions during a time such as this, which is, I think, very uh, unfortunate and, and actually quite short-sighted. What has the crisis been and meant to you in terms of leading this business? Well, this crisis has given me a very good opportunity. One of my, my um, accountability partners keeps on telling me, be in the game. Yes. And, and during this crisis, it's made me look at my business critically. And out of that, I've realized some of the gaps that I needed to address years back in my business. But key to mention is during this crisis, we've been forced to make some very tough and painful decisions as a business um, just to stay afloat in, in, in business. It has also pushed me to be bold. I've made some decisions. I probably, if it's not for COVID, I'd not have made them. Decisions which are working towards um, the betterment and improvement of, of my business. It's pushed me to innovate. Like I mentioned, I'm in this business to offer solutions. And when clients call to ask you, what do we do? My market share is dropping. Our sales volumes have dropped by 25%. What do we do? So it's pushed me to think of what else can we do beyond the norm? Because our nature of business is, is customer interaction. It involves one-on-one -on -one inter interaction, but we're in an era of social distancing. So we've innovated and brought in a few other products and services, which we're now um, are discussing with our clients to see how we can roll them out to still ensure that their brands grow in this season. I really like how you're looking at this. And the fact that you're looking at being innovative, being bold, keeping yourself in the game. What lessons have you learned personally and professionally from this crisis? Oh, Patricia, it's been a tough season. Yes, it's been such a tough season. There are those moments you wake up and you want to go back to your duvet and close yourself in your room. But I've learned to be resilient, even when it's tough, even when all hell is breaking, because there are days you wake up and nothing is working. But I've learned to keep going, to be resilient. And I've also learned to be agile, because we're in a season where we have to keep on trying out things until, you know, like being in the laboratory, 
you keep on trying until you get the, the right drug. So we, we are in that season. And I'm tasked with our clients to offer solutions. So we've, been, we've tried to really be agile in our business and try a lot of things for us to see how do we move the brands that we are custodians to forward. I've also learned the importance of having a team of mentors and accountability partners. This is something I've never taken seriously before. But in this season, I've seen the people who have moved, helped me move forward, who have held my hand, who have told me, no, go back, do this, who have pushed me. Because as a business person, like I've said in the previous questions, there's some decisions that we had to make. Probably without my, my team of mentors and accountability partners, I would, I would not have been able to make those decisions. So three things I've learned is resilience, agility, and having mentors and accountability partners. You know, Barbara, listening to you, I can hear the passion. I can hear sometimes the pain. I can also hear the resilience of rising up again. And, and I really thank you for, for sharing so openly and so vulnerably. You know, I'm reminded of um, some feedback you gave us one time on one of our podcasts around trying and trying again. And it's fascinating hearing you talking about testing and retesting and going back to the drawing board. In, in this time and this season and age where very many organizations, I imagine that you're struggling just like we are as, as breakthrough, because many of them truly believe that this is not the time to spend any money in terms of their marketing spend and budget. They're thinking of keeping themselves on a shoestring budget without realizing that customers and potential customers, their needs have shifted. And in fact, they need to find a way to re-engage with them. Barbara, leading Spark Communications, how have you ensured that you can try and convince potential clients to rethink their position and determine how to spend their marketing spend through Spark? What I'd say, Dr. Patricia, this is the best time for clients to spend on their brand because uh, consumers have the ear to listen. People are not busy with their lives. Things have generally slowed down. And this is the time to catch consumers' attention because this, this, this situation is temporary and things are going to open up. We want that by the time things open up, then your brand is top of, of mind on the consumer's mind. So this is the time that I'd advise clients to give solutions to their consumers, to understand what, is, what, is, what are their consumers' pain points. If it's brands, what have the consumers been talking about that particular product? What do they need to do different in this season so that when things open up, then it's, their numbers will just skyrocket. So this is the best time for them to advertise for their brands. I really like that idea of top of mind. And in fact, people are really paying attention to the brands that are making an effort during this time. I want to thank you because you have been part and parcel of the Breakthrough Resilience series. You have come to learn, you have implemented some of the things you've learned. And I can hear that you're truly implementing the idea of being courageous, being creative in terms of learning and being agile in terms of adaptability. Now, looking at this crisis and looking forward, if you think about advice that you'd give your older next best self, imagine your next best self, an older version of her, what advice would you give her from this point in time as you continue to break through this crisis? <laughs> um, to have moments of, of being still, 
of having deep reflection. It's in our reflections that we get creative, that ideas come. And for me, whose profession is marketing, I've learned the importance of reflection. It has helped me come up with new ideas for my clients. Um, it has helped me plan and forecast for my business. So what I tell my, my, my younger self, my older self, is to have moments of reflection, a lot small moments of reflection. I've been deliberate about unplugging. So my Mondays are, are my, my daughter says no screen day. I think they have a policy like that in school, which I've adapted. So my Mondays are no screen days, which means no laptops, no phone. It's just for me to, to think and let my mind go wild and allow my mind to be creative. Apart from that, I've also learned to raise my hand because if you do not ask for help, people will not know what, what, what assistance you have. So I've learned to be more bold, um, to raise my hand um, more often, and just to have a plan. You know, you cannot just work every day. You have to sit and have a plan. Be it a plan for your work, be it a plan for family. You have to have a plan for everything that you do. We have to plan for our homes. We have to plan for our businesses. We have to plan for virtually everything um, that that's, that's makes our lives revolve. I really like the fact of the no screen day. No screen day. An opportunity to think, to reflect, to come up with creative solutions for the problems of the season and for the future problems. I want to ask you, now, when you think about your days and the way you start your days, as you know, I love to read, trying to achieve 100 books this year. And I find that there's a lot of book wisdom, but when you couple it with life wisdom, you can truly make the most of the situation. So I'm going to ask you a couple of um, questions from some of the books that I have read this year, just using the title. So to start us off, the one word book. What is your one word for the year? My one word for the year is bold, to be bold. And why did you choose the word bold as your word for this year? You know, when the year started, Patricia, uh, of course, with your help, we did a vision board. And uh, at some point, things fell apart <laughs> because of COVID-19. And it's, it took probably myself and other, everybody back to the drawing board. And uh, with this COVID, with everything falling apart, you know, um, I had to make some very bold decisions. As I was beginning the year, my word word for the year was so, because I, I felt it was my time to so. Um, but then COVID happened and I had to make bold decisions, starting from uh, leaving a full-time employment with a comfortable salary to venturing into business in this season where nobody is spending. And in the business also, the business has pushed me to make some very, very bold, bold moves. So it's my year of being bold. I love it. I love the fact that you have chosen to be bold so as to solve the new problems and for a higher purpose. And so when you think about the one word, it then helps you make decisions all across your life. And I appreciate the fact that even in terms of your vision board, you've probably recalibrated and redesigned it so that center to that vision board and your actions is to be courageous and bold. So let me ask you the next question around originals by Adam Grant. 
How do you keep your originality, given that this is a creative space and there's so much competition and you need to come up with custom-made solutions for each of your clients? How do you keep your originality? Um, you know, last week I was listening to a short video by uh, Martin Lindstrom. I, I follow him a lot and I read, I've read a, a couple of his books. And one of the things he mentioned, which, I've, which really struck me, was uh, he does not own a, a smartphone because he, he, he looks at a, at a smartphone as a, a form of distraction. I think I've also had the same from Robin Sharma. Smartphones are distractions. And uh, one of the things that has helped me stay original is unplugging. Having a time when, even if it's two, twice in a week or once in a week, when you're doing nothing, that is the only way you're able to uh, remain on top of your game by offering your clients creative solutions. So how do I manage, maintain my originality? Is by unplugging. You know, it's interesting that saying this has actually reminded me of one of the first books I read this year, Bored and Brilliant. And, and uh, this lady talks about the fact that how time spent doing nothing changes everything and shifts our creativity. So Barbara, you're really on point in terms of the ability to unplug so as to keep original. Well done. And thank you for sharing this with all of us because that's the way that we can all grow. Now, you talked about Robin Sharma. We both enjoy Robin Sharma's wisdom. And, uh, you know, we've talked about the 5 a.m. club and the whole idea that he has about safeguard your first hour of the day. So tell us a little bit about your morning routine and how you keep that routine so as to become your next best self. Wow. Um, I think mornings are my favorite part of the day when I wake up because it's just a wonderful opportunity to see daybreak again. Uh, like I mentioned in my introduction, I'm a child of God. So the first thing I do when I wake up is to connect with God. So I spend one hour every day um, doing my devotions. I have a small baby, so I try waking up at 4.30. So that between 4.30 and uh, 5.30 a.m., I'm doing my devotion before she wakes up. Uh, once I've done my devotion, is um, I look through my calendar and see what's, what's, what are my activities for today. If I have any online meetings or a physical meetings I need to do, um, and I plan my day. And that's brilliant. And I, I must commend you because I remember during one of our global leadership sessions, you attended it with your baby. And, and the fact that you are integrating your life as opposed to trying to do what they call work-life balance, which by the way is a myth. And for you, you have chosen to take life-work integration to integrate your identity, your personal life, your business life, and at the same time, your professional life, all being important and anchoring them in the first hour of the day. That makes a world of a difference. Barbara, in many ways, you have been my encourager. You've encouraged many people. I know there are several people who are in dilemmas of whether to start off a business, not to start, whether to integrate with their family or not to. And your authenticity and vulnerability today has really uh, spoken to many of us. I want to leave you with a last question around lifting other women. I know you're part and parcel of our newly launched Breakthrough African Women in Intentional and Impactful Leadership Global Network. And you know, our mantra is we only rise by lifting others. What have you done to continue lifting others? And what do you have to say about that mantra? 
Patricia, there's a saying that goes when you lift, when you when you raise a woman, you raise an entire community. So I'm a strong believer of uh, lifting women. Apart from my eight to five job at Spark Communication, I have a mentorship program known as a handheld uh, mentorship. Um, it's been in existence for the past uh, five years. And uh, I partner with a university body called UNESCO. They give me girls, university girls that we mentor uh, for a period of six months, then they graduate and we pick the next, we pick another set of girls. I believe in helping girls at that level when they're in the university, about to make some life changes, you know, about to get into the job market. So what we do during the mentorship program is to just discuss the challenges of life and help them position, um, for position them into the job market. I also help them network with their networks because during the mentorships, I bring, I bring, I onboard some of my clients who get to talk to them and uh, provide for them internship and mentorship opportunities. Apart from that, I believe in supporting women where, where I can open a door. I never hesitate to open a door for a fellow woman. So I'm very passionate about women and about the girl child. That's wonderful. And Barbara, you're not only paying it forward, you're lifting those who are younger than you, lifting those who are peers, and truly embodying the spirit of mentorship full circle. Barbara, today you've shared with us some incredible insights. You've taught us to be bold and to stay in the game. You've taught us to be resilient and to be agile in understanding the changing and shifting customer preferences and needs. You've taught us that all this can only happen when we learn to be still and to reflect. And for those who believe in God, to anchor that practice in faith and spiritual well-being. You've taught us about unplugging and the whole idea of a no-screen day. You've taught us to raise your hand, which really reminds me of some work I did for my doctorate and the formula, raise your hand for a higher purpose. You've also reaffirmed that we must have a plan but more than anything else, to integrate our lives, whether you're a wife, as you are, a mother, as you are, a business leader, as you are, a mentor, a sister, and a friend. All those roles all count to make people move forward and actually to bring a spark, as your business name intends, into each of their lives. I want to wish you the very best, Barbara Omwai, in ensuring that you continue to spread the spark effect across Kenya, across Africa, and globally by continuously developing creative, customized solutions. But on top of that, by truly being who you are, bold, agile, and resilient. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dr. Patricia, for having me. It was such a great pleasure and an honor. Thank you. I look forward to continuing to see what you will continue to become as you grow to become your next best self. Thank you. <music>